Good morning, my lovelies. I hope you had a most wonderful weekend, a most wonderful week, and I hope that you have a most awesome week going forward. Today, I'm coming to you from Rope. Again, we had this conversation. I like to name my rooms. Um, And I didn't name them all, but once I started doing this podcast, I realized that, you know what? Let's name them all. So instead of my living room, right, I decided that I'm going to name it Rope, the room of positive engagement, because this is the room that I sit in with my people when they come over and we have the most amazing conversations and engage in the most positive manners. So I thought, why not name it that? Um, I haven't named my dining room yet, but you know, I will definitely take some uh, some suggestions if you got some. Um, this week, I am coming to you with a story <laughs> that happened last week. Ironically, it happened um, the same day I did the podcast. I swear, God talks to me and he's like, you know what? Sometimes we're going to... Um, test out some of your theories. Let's, I want to see, I want to see if you're still on this path to growth. And I was like, no, no, not cool, not cool, not cool. Definitely. But you know, that's God. He can do whatever he wants. And, you know, I was like, all right, well, <laughs> let's see. You know, sometimes he gives you warning. Sometimes he does not. And he did not on Monday. So, um, I was having a conversation with my daughter about what happened on Monday. And this is how the title came about. Um, We were having lunch. And she was talking about her experiences too. She had an experience during the week as well. And we were like, you know, we got to stop giving people, you know, the ammunition to start with us. You know, to, to shoot at us. You know, um... It is known, I make it known to people that, you know, I had an anger management issue and, you know, I do it because, um, I think sometimes people look at me and, you know, I tell jovial stories and, you know, and I'm animated. I am dramatic, you know, in my storytelling, right? And, um, they assume that I have never been through anything, you know, so... I let them know, yes, I have been through things and still going through it. Some things I'm still struggling with, um, but still actively working on. So I had someone um, who was fully aware of, you know, um, my need, my want to continue to work on speaking better to people and being better uh, with my delivery and uh, being better with my attitude and working on my cursing. <laughs> I've been doing very good, right? This will be a testament on it. Um, so we had a bit of an incident and this person said something massively disrespectful to me. <laughs> me. Um, definitely showed me their character. And my first reaction, um, you know, the Queensbridge in me, right? Um, 
is to pounce. That's what I did. You know, I defend myself. I have to, you know, got to defend you because who's going to do it for you? And you got to make sure that these people in the world know that you're not a punk, right? So, you know, I'm not the tallest person either. It's definitely height deficient, right? So, but my mouth <laughs> says that, you know, I am as tall as my brother, my oldest brother, and he's six seven, right? So, um, and I'm definitely not. <laughs> so... You know, my initial reaction um, was to pounce. You know, we had had some, we had a disagreement and I did very good. I didn't yell. I was, you know, impeccable with my word. I had to, you know, take some breaks, take a moment, you know, because again, I'm working on my cursing before I responded to some of the things that the person said, you know, they had an opinion, they're entitled to their opinion. Um, I think people forget that when you, Yes, you are entitled to have an opinion and express that opinion, but the person who is on the receiving end of your opinion has the right to be offended by your opinion. So know your audience when you have a conversation, when you decide you want to express an opinion. Um, I gather the person, you know, was trying to push my buttons, get the reaction that they were looking for. Now, they've never seen this reaction. There are people in our we'll just say community, right? Who have um, seen that reaction. This person has never. So I think that they were trying to pull that out of me so that they can blame their wrong on me. You know, justify their wrong, right? With how I am reacting. Even though it's a reaction, it doesn't matter. You know, they can put that fault on me, not take responsibility for the crappy things that are coming out of their mouth. So um, when, I, when I guess I wasn't taking the bait, they um, decided to say something massively disrespectful. And I got to tell you, the whole room went quiet, like pin drop quiet. Crickets, crickets, crickets. And I opted to exit stage left at that point. Um, went for a bit of a walk. What they said did not sit right with me at all. It definitely did not sit right. Um, but in telling the story to my dad, <laughs> this man, I tell you, will drop some gems uh, at the right time, but it feels like the wrong time for you. It's like that, you know, what did it net you moment? So I'm telling him the story and he says to me, why are you burning calories on this person? And it stopped me in my tracks because I was like, okay, it's, it's not, I can get him to understand because I couldn't get myself to understand what I was not in agreement with. Now, what I was not in agreement with, you know, once I, you know, took a step back was I usually handle things. I used to, I used to handle something in that magnitude in a blow up, you know, just like an erupted volcano, volcano kind of way. And I opted not, it's been a long time since I was put in that predicament. Um, and this is probably the first time I opted not to erupt. And I was judging myself for it. I was 
definitely not being impeccable with my word with myself because the again you know you have the shoulder angels and and the devil angel you know you know the shoulder ones right and um i have the four agreements angel on one shoulder and the qb angel on another both are very important to me neither one of them are gonna go anywhere because I need them, but they definitely need to be in agreement, right? And they were definitely not in agreement. Um, so the QB angel was like, you definitely could have pounced on this person. You definitely, definitely could have ripped them apart. Verbally, verbally, without ever laying hands on them, you definitely could have let them know that you're not one to play with. But I had to... You know, the four agreements, Angel, said, what will that net you? It won't net you anything. Because at the end of the day, you allowed this person to pull you out of a space that you worked so hard to be out of. You allowed this person, you, I would have allowed this person to set back my growth. Now, I handled the situation diplomatically. I handled it in a totally different way, right? And my QB angel needed a couple of days to get on board with that, you know, to understand why that was important. So I definitely spent a couple of days judging myself on um, how I could have handled this situation to let this person know Again, I am not the person you want to play with, right? But you can do that in a different manner. You can shut it down. You know, especially if the person had an expectation of you handling it in the QB fashion. Now, I also had to take responsibility because, because I make it known, you know, that I've, I've had issues with anger. There are a lot of people who, there are some people, let's not say a lot. And I don't want to do that. Um, there are some people in the world who are not happy with your growth because they don't benefit from it. They benefited from you being the person you settled on being. So I had to take responsibility for giving this person the bullets. Everybody has their own guns. It's how you use them, right? I provided this person with the bullets to aim at me, to shoot at me, to try to get me, you know, hit me in the heart, hit that, uh, that target, right? That bullseye, because that was their intention to hit that bullseye with the bullets that I provided. And when they didn't hit the bullseye, they just started shooting, you know, all over the place, you know, just all wayward. And I had to um, duck and then find some cover for myself so that I could regroup. So it, it, it ate at me. It did eat at me. And um, what, it took me a couple of days really to get right with it. But I was proud of myself, A, because throughout the whole process, 
I stayed impeccable with my word. Um, I did take it personal what they did say, but I also realized it wasn't about me. That is just who they are. Right. So I had to pull back on that. That's what took me so long, I guess, to, um, to get the QB angel to get an agreement with the four agreements angel, you know, um, I didn't make an assumption that this person knew better because I already knew that they didn't. Uh, but I was proud of myself because even though I wanted to pounce and it still took me a couple of days to really get right with how I chose to diplomatically handle the situation, I stayed at my best. And again, like I said before, the running metaphor, uh, my best on Monday felt like 13 minutes <laughs> as opposed to, you know, the five minutes, the five minute mile. Um, but it was still my best. We have to realize that although we make the decision to grow, you know, to not be the person we might have settled on being. Um, not everyone around us. There are people around us. There are a lot of people around you who will support that because they want the best for you. And they want the best when you're around them. And they want to be their best when they're around you. Uh, but there are some people who are not for it. You know, I have someone in my life who was making some changes in their life and their mate, although wants to make changes in their life as well, they're having a harder time doing it. So they're hoping that they can get their mate to just, just wait, wait, you know, wait, because I feel like you're making these changes, right? I'm not big on the word making changes in lot in your life because that affords you the opportunity to change back. It's like changing clothes. You know, I am a firm believer in outgrowing clothing, you know, outgrowing the suit, outgrowing the skin, you know, that you're so accustomed to that just doesn't, it's dry flaky skin. It doesn't work for you anymore. Moisturize it and get rid of it, you know, and, and, and let that new skin shine. So I'm not a big proponent on change. I'm a huge proponent on growth. So, you know, they want they want their mate to slow down with your growth because I feel like you're trying to change to leave me. And the person is saying, no, I don't want to leave you. If I wanted to leave you, I would have left you. Um, they want They want to grow with this person because they believe that this person is their person. And I'm for it. I'm for it. You know, but what I'm not for is you stopping your growth because you believe this person is your person. So I had to tell them, you know, right now, you know, this person might not be, you know, where in the space that you're in right now, but continue growing. Maybe you will rub off on them. You know, I, some people might not care for your person, <laughs> you know, um, but it might just be because of, you know, who they are right now. So I can't, I can't go, Hey, 
Yeah, you don't need to be with that person. They're not for you. I'm not in that situation. I'm not in that relationship. Um, so the best I was able to tell the person is continue growing, continue working on you. And if this person loves you as much as they say they do, they will, you know, start their own growth if that's what they want to do. But you can't make anybody do anything. You know, I was in a relationship uh, years ago. And um, I was in a very bad place when I met the person. Very bad place. Um, and, but when I saw them, um, when I started dealing with them, they, I think I was like, I was like at a 20%. We'll just say 20%. We might even say 10 because I definitely was not in a good place. And they were probably at like 60 because I'm gonna, I'm just going to give them anything above 50. Anything above 50, you know, I'll give them, right? So we'll just say 60%. And, but I didn't know that then. In my head, they were at, you know, this infinite percent because I was at such a low point in my life. And they, you know, encouraged growth, right, for me. And I, you know, at some point I started growing little by little, little by little. I started getting my confidence back and, and started to love myself again. And, you know, started going up to 22%. 27, 35, you know, 40, you know, and I was feeling myself. I started writing these lists, right? On my birthday, I would write these lists, you know, the 30 something things to do at 30 something. And within that year, I was going to accomplish these things, right? And in the beginning, I barely accomplished five, right? But over the years, I started, you know, doing more, Right. And in doing more, I started, you know, discovering the things that I love and the things that I wanted to do and the things I like to do and all of that good stuff. Right. And then at some point I got to their 60. And I, you know, I said to myself. Bonus. Now, me and this person on the same level. Right. Because at that point I realized, oh, they were at 60 percent. They weren't at 100 because the closer I got to being happier. And the closer I got to loving myself, the more I was like, oh, okay. You know, this person's not exactly at a hundred, but it's cool, you know, because we can grow together now. You know, when I get, when I felt like I got to the point that they were at, we can grow together. And so I got to 61, 63. And I noticed I was kind of by myself, you know? Um, so I was like, hey, hey, what's going on? Like, you know, we, we got this growth thing going on. We're doing this thing. We're about to set the world on fire, you know. And, you know, they were like, okay, all right, cool, cool, all right. And, you know, and so I get to 65 and, um, you know, get to like 70. And I started to notice there was a definite change within our relationship um, that maybe this person wasn't growing at all. But they were at the level that they were comfortable with, which was the same level they were at when we started dealing. And, you know, I had I talked to them about it. I was like, hey, what's going on? I thought, you know, we're all about this growth. We're all about, you know, you know, just just making things happen. He's and he said to me yeah, at the time, it pissed me off, but it was probably one of the better things that was said to me within a relationship. He said. You needed to grow. I never said I did. 
I'm good with where I am. You were the one who wasn't good with where you were. And I had to think about it. I had to take a step back and I was like, hmm. I realized when I was doing these lists, this person was not involved in my list. Like none of the things I did on any of these lists for the years we were together, did this person do with me? Actually, they thought my list was kind of corny, you know, and, and silly, you know, um, in the beginning, I guess they thought it was cute. Right. But as I started to grow, now these lists, you know, they used to mock the list. You know, later on, I, I, I thought about it and realized, yeah, they mocked it because, again, they thought I was outgrowing them. So, you know, or you're making preparations to leave me or you think you're better than me. So now if I step on your list, maybe you'll stop doing it and come back to the 60 with me and just be happy with where we are right now. Like, why do you want more? You know, because he came from the hood like myself, you know, and he got his he had, he had a good job, nice house and his fancy car is what he would say his fancy car and so he was good with that because that's in in his eyes he made it out and that's that's good enough for him you know I too you know owned my house and I had a good job and you know I drove this car that (laughs) it was an interesting car we'll just say but it was mine and she was my baby right but I owned her you know so I owned my I don't want to say fancy because that would be a lie. (laughs) Um, But she was mine, right? And, but that wasn't enough for me. I wanted more. I wanted to experience the world. It was great to have material, right? You know, you grow up in a hood, you don't have much material. And the material you do have, you will hold on to for the rest of your life. Don't step on my new Tims. (laughs) You know, back then, the Tims were the thing. Because I needed these Tims to last, Cause I ain't know when's the next time I was gonna get a pair of Tims, you know. I was rocking them Payless, Payless Tims, right? So, you know, these had to grow, these had to last, and feet don't grow no more, because you're gonna have to be hurting in these shoes, in these boots for a minute, you know. So, but then I became, I got into a place where I didn't have to worry about that. If I wanted Tims, I could buy Tims, you know. But I didn't want just tangible things. I wanted growth. I wanted, I wanted to experience life. I wanted to travel and, and see how other cultures and how other people live. And, you know, all of a sudden my brain and my, uh, everything, my being was just so open and I didn't know how to close that. I didn't know how to close the valve. And then I got to a point where I didn't want to close the valve. So I had to make the conscious decision. Yeah. This relationship is not for me anymore. You know, um, and it ended horribly (laughs) it was not it was not an amicable breakup like they do in celebrity couples or quote unquote was not amicable at all you know but that's life that's life sometimes and and it and it hurt me to my core because I took it personal that why didn't this person want to grow with me you know, why was I not good enough to want to grow with and it had nothing to do with that you know I once I learned to get in agreement with in agreement with myself, I realized that everybody has their own path. Everyone has their own journey, and that was his journey, and it just didn't coincide with mine anymore. You know, sometimes we walk along the same path. You know, routes one and nine run together 
for a while. And then at some point, they break off. They might come back together at another point. But they break off. And that's just the way it is. You know, so... um, I had to get right with that and still continue my growth. And, you know, it was difficult, but I wanted to experience the world. I wanted to continue to grow as I still do. And this was years ago. This relationship was years ago. Um, And I continued. I had to continue growing because I want, I don't want to just stop at the, the good job and the home ownership and the nice car. Yeah, I drive a nicer car now. <laughs> um, I drove a Vibe. And I don't even know if people even know what that car is. But I got to tell you, she was durable. <laughs> uh, she was three different colors. But I didn't care. She was mine. And she drove from point A to Z. And that was that. And she was mine. All right. So um, I just, I wanted more. I wanted, and I continue to want to grow, you know, if I want to buy another house, I'll just, I'll do that. If I want to, I, you know, if I want to travel, COVID is not being my friend right now and allowing me to travel outside of the States, but it's okay. (laughs) When that happens, I will do that. In the meantime, I will explore my area. You know, um, I want to just live this life that God gave to me. I want to continue to walk the journey that he designed for me. And that requires growth. And again, some people don't, they're not happy with that. Because then you outgrow them, you outgrow things. And, you know, that's life. But there are a million people in the world who are like, hey, can I get on this journey with you? You know, you you are exuding happiness and light and just light. And I kind of want to share that with you. And then you'll find that, you know, those are the people that gravitate to you. And, you know, will see your bullets and not load their guns for when they decide, hmm, when it so suits me, you know, I'm going to hit that target so I can get what I want you know, or bring them back down to reality or whatever the case may be. You know, we have to start, um, whatever bullets I give you now have to be love bullets. (laughs) So if you're going to shoot at me, it it better be, you know, hearts and flowers and unicorns and diamonds, you know, (laughs) those kind of things, you know, those are the only, you know, like Cupid's arrows. That's all I want. Those are the bullets I want being shot at me. Not, not the, uh, not the ones that'll make me bleed. Not the ones that bring out the negativity in me. You know, just, <laughs> just the unicorns and glitter in me. I will end this podcast as I end every podcast. Every day, aspire to inspire.